Our story begins in the sleepy town of Wednesday the 13th of Stratford, around 3pm. Mr and Mrs Cowfrig are settling down to a nice cup of Earl Grey. It used to be Earl Pink, but they left it out of the skull too long and the cerebral functions have now all but ceased. Mrs Cowfrig pours her husband Charlie a nice steaming cup and hands him a plate of hot worms. Oh, Agnes, really? Do we have to eat plates of hot worms every single day? No, Charlie, it's just something we're going to have to get used to. How many times do I have to tell you? When we become fish, it will more than likely be our primary source of nutrition. Well, at least you're not dangling them from the ceiling on those hooks anymore. Yeah. I've got so many holes in my cheeks that when I whistle it sounds like the London Symphonic. Oh, and anyway, we won't really be fish, will we? Well, no, not strictly speaking. Strictly speaking, we'll be a new species of human sea dweller. Right, right. Don't, don't, don't be such a nitpicker, Charlie. It's just easier to say fish. You know oh, that. I know. Oh, I know. Listen, did you get a passport sorted out yet? Aye, aye, I did. I was down the post office this afternoon. Actually, actually, while I was there, I was talking to uh, Mrs. Balljoy. Oh, aye, aye. You know, lives at number 10. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Well, she said that her eldest moved to the Red Sea uh, to become a terrapin a few years back, and he's never looked back. Uh, Well, he couldn't, could he? Not if he was a terrapin. Not with a shell and all on his... How's he going to look back? You you know what I mean, Charlie. Oh, aye, but he was young, Agnes. You can do anything when you're young. Oh, God, oh, fuck. Oh, Charlie, oh. for goodness sake, stop scratching. Oh. You're getting scales everywhere. Uh. It took me hours to super glue those on. I'm sorry, Agnes, I can't, I can't help it. Oh. Oh, I suppose I'll just have to do it all again. I've got rusties to do anyway. Well, you'll have to shave him first. I know, I know. Oh, Charlie, he's been ever so good about the breathing okay. exercises. You should see him wag his wee tail whenever he hears the bath running. Ah, oh, is he in there now? Aye, 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 aye. He's doing really well Great. tonight. Really improved. He, he never usually manages more than, you know, about three minutes under the water. How long's it been in there now? About 45 minutes. Oh, right, that's not bad. I don't leave him in a bit longer. You might not have to glue the scales on him at all. He might grow his own. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Eh? <laughs> God, Agnes, this old grey is awful. Well, I've brewed it for 15 years. <laughs> years. Agnes, you know I can't drink a copper unless it's been brewed for at least 20. Oh, look, Charlie, I know, but I'm trying to cut down. Oh. We can't go on living like this. I can hardly move around the house. Every inch of the place is taken up with sophisticated heating machinery and millions upon millions of cups of brewing tea. I can't keep up with the rotation. Anyway, I didn't think you'd be able to tell the difference. Didn't think I'd be able to tell the difference. Agnes, you know my feelings on this. Tea is like wine. The longer you brew it... Shut up, Charlie. Thornback's coming on. Do you know, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if you'll ever find the evil fish you be like. Agnes, what about my tea? Fuck, Charlie, if you're that much, go and get another cup. The 1987 brews are out in the shed. The shed? Well, I very couldn't keep them in the house, could I? The only bit of space left in the bloody airing cupboard and that angry badger's still in there for your birthday party. Oh, fine, fine, Agnes. I'll get it myself. I do that. Oh, I wish I wouldn't leave your bloody nightwear lying around, Agnes. Oh, shut up, Charlie. Oh. Thornback.
Ridiculous. Half human, half fish. Ah, I have to get my own bloody tea. Ridiculous. Right, uh, let's see. Uh, torch. Uh, hat. Uh, right. What was that? Is there somebody in there? Listen to me. If someone is in there, then you better get out of my shed right now. It's not a cottage. And if that's the kind of thing you're into, there's a public toilet around the heath. Hello? Hello? It's that poetry I can hear. Right, that's it. Nobody is reading poetry in my shed. I'm coming in after you. Ah, now let me see. Yes, Mr. Calfrig, is it? Where's my head on the floor? Are you Charlie Calfrig of Tubery Cottage, Wednesday the 13th of Stratford? Yes. Well, hey, Charlie. Welcome to heaven. I'm St. Peter. St. Peter? Yeah, Prince of the Apostles. Peter means rock, so why don't you just call me Prince Rock? Say, decapitation, Mazik. Man, that is one hell of a way to go out. Where's my body? That's just over here, Charlie. Here, let me help you with that. Now, uh, let me just stick your head back on your neck there. That's it. Yeah, right, Charlie. Well, you're pretty high up on my list, so if you'd just like to step through the pearly gates there, you can go right on through to the Paradise Motel. Motel? Isn't this heaven? Sort of, Charlie. This is the Paradise Motel, Charlie, right on heaven's doorstep. We got swimming pool, jacuzzi, small games room, ensuite bathrooms, and the best thing, pay-per-view. You see, heaven is beautiful. It's perfect, and God doesn't want human beings in there fucking a place up, so he built this place. Now, Charlie, as I said, you're pretty high up on the old list here. All the relevant documentation's been filled out in advance. You got communion, you got your confirmation. So we're all set, Charlie. If you'd just like to head on through the pearly gates, you can get yourself a glass of champagne and start settling in. What about my head? We'll work something out, Charlie. I'll see you soon, okay? See ya. But but I my wife. Where is I? Trust me, Charlie. It's all going to be explained once you get into the hotel. Okay. Well, uh, uh, thanks, Pete. No problem, Charlie. Have a good time in there, won't you? Oh, God. I thought it'd never shut up. Goddamn Christians. So what time did this take place, Mrs. Calfrig? Uh, well, I'd say probably uh, around about nine o'clock, officer, right. uh, just as uh, Thornback was coming on the telly. Ah, I see. Now, when you say your husband went into the back garden to fetch a cup of 
20-year-old Earl Grey from the shed. That's correct. Yes. And he didn't come back? No, no. And there was no trace of the body? Nothing, nothing. Right, nothing. well, myself and Officer Wilsden here will just go and take a look, uh, if that's all right with you. Oh, yes, 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 of course, no problem. Uh, I, I actually just have to go and practice my knitting. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm actually competing for the world record uh, later on today. I yeah. see. I am taking on, uh, you know, Tammy Lynn Yoakum from Stinkweed, Alabama? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've got to be in Madison Square Garden by four, but, what, right. you know, with all this nonsense going on, I don't know if I'm ever going to get there. Well, uh, right, well, uh, good luck with that. Thank you. Yes, um, come on, Wilston, let's check out that shed. <clears throat> what do you think, then, Wilston? Well... To be honest, Tammy Lynn Yoakum managed some 243 stitches in three minutes. What about the shed, Wilsden? All oh, right, aye, yes, sir. Uh, well, some very telltale signs here, Sarge. Well, like what? Well, look at it. Pure white light coming from oh, within. Yeah, yeah. No sign of forced entry and the soothing sound of prayerful chanting. Right, yeah. Door locked tight. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you don't think it's another one? Afraid so, sir. Oh, well, that's all we need. Well, we'd better break the news to Mrs. Calfrig. Yes, sir. Right, Mrs. Calfrig. Yes, yes, officer. Well, we've had a look at the shed and, uh, well, we think we know what's happening. Yeah? Yes, well, we think there's a very good chance you've got a god <gasps> in there. Oh, my god. Yes, I'm afraid there's been a spate of them in the area. You're lucky it's only in the shed, love. A bloke a few streets across got one in his boiler. Really? Thing is, you see, once once you get them in there, well, there's not a whole lot you can do to get them out again. They were a right nasty one too, weren't it, Sarge? Ah, it certainly was. Which one was it again? Oh, do you know, I can't oh, remember. Um, was it, it, was, it wasn't Buddha, was it? Buddha isn't a god, Wilston. Really? Uh, no, he's just a skinhead. It's a common mistake, Wilsden. Don't make it again. <clears throat> right, sir? Yes, it was Buddha who turned up at the leisure centre, remember, last August. That's right, that's ah, right. Yes, he couldn't get in the steam room for love nor money. Nightmare, that was. Ah, Shiva. Eh? That were it, Shiva in the boiler. Ah, you're yeah, right, was, you're right, that's yeah. who it was, Shiva. Oh, terrible time that ah, bloke yes. had, wasn't it? And do you know, the entire Hindu religion was round his house for three months. Oh. Cost the poor bloke a fortune in Tibet. Yes, eventually she just destroyed the house, rebuilt it and then shot off. So what should I do? Oh, not to worry, Mrs. Calfrig. It's a simple procedure. Right. You just have to pray to it a few times a day. Maybe the odd sacrifice. Nothing to worry about. Just make sure you find out what God it is. For. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good uh, thinking. <laughs> you don't want to end up praying to the wrong one. And no. we, we don't want another rapture in our hands, do we, sir? No, no, we're certainly not. Do you have any idea how much paperwork there is for a rapture, Mrs. Calfrig? Eh... <laughs> No. Well, it's a nightmare. Right. Right. Now, uh, we have to get off, Mrs. Calfrey. Right, okay. Any yeah. trouble, just get in touch. Okay, go. If it's still hanging around in a couple of months, let us know. Right. Um, aye, okay, aye. Yeah, right. And good luck with the championship, Mrs. Calfrey. Oh, thanks very much, <laughs> Sergeant. But to be honest, at this rate, I don't think there's much hope. You know, I would need a miracle to win that knitting match now. Well, you never know, Mrs. Calfrey. Good luck. Cheers, officer. Afternoon. Goodbye. Yes, yes. Well, 
I tell you why I'm calling you, sir. Have you ever thought about what the Christian faith can offer you? Well, I tell you, we've got all sorts of benefits, sir. Well, for starters, how about uh, eternal life, eh? <laughs> how does that sound? Great. Great. Well, well, if you could just give me your uh, credit card details. No, no, this is just a formality should you choose to remain with the faith. Well, you're free to cancel at any time, sir. Yeah. Okay. One, seven. Hello? Uh, excuse me a moment, will you? I have a customer. Hey, son. Oh, why, Welcome, Bragi, son of Odin, first maker of poetry, summon the beautiful Valkyries so that I may ride with them. To Valhalla, the shining citadel. Well, that sure was a heartfelt and beautiful speech there, son. Well, just let me... Ah, lethal cocktail of shellfish toxins, son. PSP, DSP, NSP, and ASP. Poison, son. Whew, now that's the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm talking about. Mark 16. Uh, if believers yeah. drink deadly poison, it will yeah. not harm them at all. Oh. <coughs> Are you froggy? Isn't your mother freak? What are you insinuating, kid? Have you got runes on your tongue? Hang on just a minute. You're a Viking, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, my name's Liam. Liam Bloodhead. Well, goddamn, I just know it. The horn, helmet, and the axe gave it away. Isn't this Valhalla? Uh, well, I'm afraid not, son. This is the Paradise Motel. No, 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 but I died in battle. Uh, this is supposed to be Valhalla? Well, it looks like there's been some kind of terrible administrative cock-up, William. Oh, but uh, y'all love it. Ah, yes, you're gonna love it in heaven nonetheless. I think you've come up trumps, my friend. No, Unfortunately... I... I can't just open the gate and let you wander on through. <laughs> it's a slightly more complicated procedure than that. The first and possibly the most important thing that you really need to have done is led a good, decent, and honest life. I have led a good, decent, and honest life. Yeah, well, I hate to point this out to you, Liam, but your cloak, well, it's all covered in blood and little bits of skull. It's not blood, it's paint. Paint? Yeah, I'm an artist. An artist? Yeah, impressionist, still life, uh, naturalistic... <sighs> I actually dabbled in the surreal for a spell, but I felt that I was not adequately expressing myself through my work. Right. Well, I'm afraid that's just not good enough, William. Have you got your paperwork, son? Paperwork? Paperwork. Some guys would have come round knocking on your door at some stage with all the relevant documentation. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, uh, they came round when I was having some grog with me mate, Skull Splitter. Not Thorfinn, Skull Splitter. Yeah, do you know him? Oh, yeah, we all know Thorfinn up here. Well, he won the Stations of the Cross race last semester. First to be laid in the tomb. Oh. Jesus made him Star of the Week for that one. Right. Yes, and his stone skimming, man. Woo-wee! Now, yeah. that's second to none. Now, how about his paperwork, son? Uh, yeah, well... As I said, those blokes with the grins yeah, turned that's up. that's right. Said they had some good news. That's them. So me and Skull Splitter cut out their innards and used their skulls as flower pots for our chrysanthemums. 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 Well, I'm afraid without the proper paperwork, Liam, that in order to let you in, well, I'd have to give you a test. A test? There's nothing to worry about, Liam. It's just a little psychological profiling to, to ascertain whether you need to go into our... Mental improvement scheme. Mental? 
Improvement. Detoxification, spiritual rehabilitation, and castration. Castration? <laughs> Did I say castration? I mean, um, well, uh, Christianization. Oh, uh. Yes, you need to conform to believe that God's judgment is final. Oh, it would be a miserable time if you spend the afterlife thinking about all your relatives burning away in a pit of hell for eternity. Your wife, your father. Well, well, where are they? Burning in the pit of hell. I'm afraid so, son, but you'll be too absorbed, glorifying and thanking God to spend a few seconds thought on those losers. Now, I need to attach it to this galvanometer. Yet, it measures psychological states through skin and sweat gland responses. Now, word association. You say a word and I tell you the first thing that comes into my head. I'm not interested in what you think, Liam. Now, give me a word. Perfume, another. Crab. Lobotomy. Dewdrop. Sandal. Tupperware. Cunt. Now, how do you view masturbation? A, a lonely man's hobby. B, a healthy and enjoyable exercise. C, a waste of good Whoa. sperm that could otherwise be put into a welcoming orifice. Yeah. Or D, a frog. A frog? That's an interesting answer no. there, Liam. Now, listen to this. What is this? Mozart. It's beautiful. Ain't it? Are you aware that by the age of three, Mozart could play the piano? By four, he could learn a piece of music in half an hour. At six, he was already composing. He died two months before his 36th birthday, Liam. The same age as you. What can you honestly say that you have achieved in the same lifespan? I think your silence speaks for itself, Liam. But I, I... I'm sorry, Liam. I'm afraid you can't come in. Well, then, where's Valhalla? I can't help you there, son. I think there's really only one option for you. What do you mean? Down the stairs, second door on the right. Buzz to get in. Hell, son. Hell? A burning pit of fire and damnation. Where's Broggy? Sorry, son. I'm not doing it. There's no way I'm doing it. I'm not... I need to find Broggy. I'm supposed to be in I'm hell. sorry, Liam, but you're going straight down to... Oh, God! You're not getting me safe, yeah. whatever your name is. Oh. You're not getting me... I'm going to find Broggy. Oh, God! That Rocky's going to pay for that. Nobody can Prince Rock in the nuts. God, oh, goes back to the living. Look out, Bloodex. Sir Peter is coming for your ass. Hello? Hello in there? I know you're in there, I can hear you reading poetry. Hello? Look, I've got a big knitting championship today and I've not really got the time for this. Do you think maybe you could just get out of the shed? Uh, well, in case you wanted something to read, I've brought you one of those free clothes catalogues to look through. It's the Spring Collection. Oh, would you look at that? The springs have gone everywhere. Hello? Look, since you're in there, do you think you could give the lawnmower a clean out? I keep meaning to do it. Do you hear that? What the bloody Nora? Are, are you alright? Freak! How dare you! Look, 
Just because you fell for the sky doesn't give you the right to peddle smut. No, I mean, do you? Who are you? The name's Agnes, Agnes Cowfrig. I was just offering the god that lives in my shed some sexy fashion magazines and a cuppa. Who are you? I'm, I'm Liam. L- Liam Bloodaxe. I- I'm a Viking and I just escaped from heaven by a whopping St. Peter in the particulars. The particulars? Passion prunes. Passion prunes? The bollocks. Oh, right, I am with you. But uh, hang on, hang on, this doesn't add up. You're a Viking. What were you doing in heaven in the first place? I don't know. Well, as far as I knew, I was headed for uh, Valhalla. You know, destined to come face to face with Bragi and all that. But he's gone, scarpered. I think I see what's going on here. What? Listen. Poetry. Aye, I think I've solved some mysteries here. I'm just going to go and make us all a cup of tea. Uh, why don't you have a word with my shed? Yeah, uh, thanks, uh, Agnes, I told you. Oh, yeah, thanks, Agnes. Don't mention it, Blood Axe. Hello? 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 Go away. Broggy. Broggy, is that you? No. It is you, isn't it? Broggy, what are you doing in a shed? Writing poetry. What? Writing poetry. Oh, why's Broggy? Oh, Son of a... Stop Owen. it, stop it. Oh, I can't take it. What? what don't mention him. Who? Odin? Please don't mention that awful man. What's going on, Broggy? With you hiding in this shed, nobody can get into Valhalla. I ended up in Evan. Evan? Well, technically, actually, it was the Paradise Motel. Anyway, why are you here? I'm a poet. I'm published. Oh, but I just can't express myself in Valhalla. I'm so suffocated. Listen, I need to get away. Get away from everything. Especially him. Him? Odin! Dad! Don't you like him? I've written a poem about him. Go on. You do not do, do you? You do not do, do you? Do you do, do you? Big, itchy winter gloves in which I have lived like a palm for hundreds of years. Poor and white, barely daring to breathe or at you. I just put it in my mouth and swallowed. Daddy, I have to kill you. You died before I had time. Marble heavy, a bag full of minstrels. Ghastly statue with a sore toe as big as a frisky seal and a head in the freakish Atlantic. Bobbing along like a paper mashy maquette. Green beans. Yeah, that's that's, that's beautiful, th- Broggy. Th- uh, but we really have to get you back to Valhalla. Oh, no. Saint Peter's going to be after me, and he'll try and get me into heaven. What? He can't take a Viking to heaven. Exactly, exactly, Broggy. Oh, I've had it was sitting in this shed anyway, writing self-pitying poetry. You're right, um, uh, Liam. Uh, uh, Liam, come on. We must set things right. 
Um, excuse me. Oh, yes, yes. Hello, uh, yes. Well, it, it's lovely to meet you. Um, oh, Braggy, Braggy. Aye, aye, Braggy. Uh, as I said, lovely to meet you, yeah. and I'm pleased to leave in my shed and right, all that. Right, uh, but I need to bring it to your attention. Please don't forget that you murdered my uh, husband, Charlie, oh, in cold yes. blood yesterday evening. And because of all this nonsense, I haven't been able to do a minute of training right. for the knitting championship this evening. Oh dear, yes, well, I'm terribly sorry about that, yes. Well, if there's anything I can do, please just let me know, won't you? Yeah. Well, well, Braggy, I appreciate the thought, I really do, I appreciate it, but you know... Unless you've got some magical way of transporting me, my equipment, and all the necessary gear it takes for one to win the International Knitting Championships in Madison Square Garden... Then I'm afraid we are, as they say, fucked. Agnes? Eh? I think that today may be your lucky day. What do you mean? Fix the equipment. Agnes, you will make it to that championship, or my name is not Bragi, God of Poetry! Is that your name? Uh, yes, yes it is. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Right, onward to Madison Square Garden. Hooray! Hooray, yeah. Tonight, live from Madison Square Garden, it's the International Knitting Championships, sponsored by Chomsky Bars. It's transformational linguistics in chocolate form. And here are your commentators for the evening, Rufus Malabar and Dandy Jumper. Good evening, knit fans. I'm Rufus Malabar, and I'm joined here today with Dandy Jumper at ringside at Madison Square Garden. The crowd are in a real frenzy, and they can't wait to see Agnes Calfrig from Wednesday the 13th of Stratford take on the reigning champion Tammy Lynn Yoakum of Stinkweed, Alabama. Yes, it certainly should be a cracking bit of knitting, Rufus. Absolutely. But I must say that the inclusion of Stone Cold Steve Austin as special referee is certainly a surprise. Mm, yes. He has no real connection with knitting as far as I'm aware. No, no, absolutely, Dandy, you're right. Beer drinking and wife abuse, certainly, but uh, <laughs> knit one, pearl one not. For the benefit of the viewers, unfamiliar with this fast-growing spectator sport, a quick resume of the rules. Both combatants must knit an Aran sweater within the allotted time. A choice of colours, wool strength is entirely at the discretion of the competitors. However, the judges can award bonus points for technique and designer style. I feel, however, that Agnes will have to take the champion out as the crowd and the judges are all homegrown in the USA. Quite right, quite right, Dandy. Yeah. If, if I may describe the arena for the audience at home, uh, both contestants have an armchair in the centre of the ring. Uh, when the bell rings to commence the contest, both of them will sit in the chairs and the knitting will begin. Oh, yeah. uh, both contestants are also allowed a chair-side occasional table for some personal items. Uh, the chairs and tables are already set up in the ring as we speak. And I can see that the champion has her usual items on her table, spittoon, picture of Bud Light, a photograph of her 63 grandchildren, all the more remarkable when you consider that she's only 25. Agnes has gone for the more traditional approach on her table, a packet of Embassy Regal, chipped mug of steaming hot Nescafe, and cup of tea, coffee of TV Quick, <laughs> a specs case, and television remote control, of course. Well, Dandy, the time's come. It's time, you know, for both contestants yes, indeed, to yes. enter the arena. 
And here time. comes the British Hope, and oh my, my goodness, well, is it just me or is she being ex- escorted to the ring by Pat Bragi, the Viking god of poetry? Yes, it's absolutely unbelievable. You're quite right, Rufus. A Viking, it certainly is. Well, this is really a turn up for the books. Well, my goodness. Cheers for the magic raid, Braggy. Well, it's the least I can do, Agnes. Now, you just go out there. And you win it. Win it for us. No, Braggy. This one's for Charlie. I love you, Agnes. Oh, shut up, Braggy. You'll put me off. Save it for later. Now, you have to get Liam out of here. That crazy angel will be looking for him. He'll be here any minute. Agnes. Agnes. Sorry, Braggy. That's my cue. Wish me luck. Here comes Agnes, and I must say she's looking in terrific shape. Oh, yes. All well-trained, wearing crimply trousers and an obviously homemade knitted sweater, which she actually ran up whilst Britney Spears sang the national anthem, I believe. Which, by the way, I think was a great psychological coup by the plucky challenger. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, oh my goodness. Agnes seems to have paused and... Oh, oh I, I can see that she's she's actually making quite a rude <laughs> sign to uh, George Clooney and 50 Cent, who have ringside seats here at Madison Square Garden. I, I have to say, Dandy, that certainly won't endear her to this partisan crowd. No, no, indeed. No, it now comes the champion to the tune of Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus, accompanied by her manager, is also her cousin, grandfather, and half-brother, Dingus Hope. Oh, oh my, my, yeah, oh, oh, she's holding her needles up. Good as me. Well, those needles have been the subject of some controversy, and it's been alleged that the plating offers less friction and wind resistance, giving the champion the advantage. The contestants are toe-to-toe now, Rufus, in the ring now, staring intently into each other's eyes, probing for weaknesses. Stone Cold is stepping in to separate them, telling that he wants a good, clean contest, with no counting allowed to put the other one off their stitch count, and no eye gun. Quite right, too, quite right. Uh, both of them are going to their corners now. Well, Rufus, there is no doubt that Agnes is in the lead. She's already finished the sleeve and the collar. She's also using a combination of red, white and blue wool, which is bound to impress the judges. Quite magnificent! I have to say, the champion is looking yes. rattled, and her manager's jumped up onto the oh, big yeah. apron. Uh, uh, Stone Cold has stepped in to remonstrate with him, but in doing so, has taken his eyes off the action. Something has just been thrown into the ring. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's a ball of steel wool! The champ has picked it up. He's, he's started knitting with it. Stone Cold's being distracted yeah. by the dastardly Dingus Hogue, oh, and no. he's seen none of this. The champ yeah. has finished oh. knitting with the steel wool and has created a knitted steel oh, chair. Oh my god! Oh, Agnes my. is down! Agnes oh. is down! She's almost broken in half here tonight. It looks very ominous for this brave granny. The champ has gone back to knitting. Stone Cold has seen none of this. No, no, look, he has noticed. Oh, yes, yes, he's starting his count. He's starting his count. Oh, oh. Uh, Agnes is slowly dragging herself uh, up. Yes, you're right, Rufus. She's back in her chair. She's back in her chair already. This is amazing. Yes. What guts and intestinal fortitude. Oh. Agnes is busted wide open but continues to knit with renewed vigor. The champ just can't believe that Agnes is back in a contest and now knitting faster than ever. Her hands are just a flower of activity. She's running up your guts and drilling an instant coffee. And she's now, Ruf- Rufus, she's now finished her second sleep. Good and started on the torso. And uh, then Dingus Hogue has again jumped into the ring apron and distracted Stone Cold, leaving the chap more opportunity for skullduggery. This this time she, she's grabbed Agnes's television remote control and possibly the ultimate ploy yes, tampering indeed. with one's remote control. Can things possibly get any worse for this Glaswegian granny? Oh, my God. oh the, the the champ is fiddling with the remote. Uh, 
Oh my goodness, the champ has hit the deck and she's out no, cold. No, 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 the champ no, 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 look at it. it, it uh, it's an Aaron oh, sweater. Yes. It's an Aaron. It's definitely a sweater. We have a new champion. Agnes and, has done it. Uh, she is guzzling Bruce with stone cold <laughs> steam off <laughs> him as we speak. This is truly a monumental moment in knitting. Absolutely. Quite extraordinary. Now, yeah. uh, we believe our man at ringside, Rusty Robagon, has grabbed Agnes for a quick word. Let's hear what Agnes has to say. Okay. Over to you, Rusty. Agnes, tell us about that sensational ending. Uh, well, son, uh, what the wee slut did you know is that my remote's programmed for my unique fingerprint. It's to stop the grand wings for turning on Cartoon Network just as Kundun Conundrum comes on. Please, the wee bastard's 40,000 volts. Remarkable! Have you enjoyed your stay in America? What? What? I said, have you enjoyed your stay in America? I stayed in... No, no, shite, no. It's awful. Every time I ask for a cup of tea, it comes with lemon and ice cubes. What the fuck's that all about? You can't even get a bloody ham roll right. It's all this... Do you want whole meal of ciabatta, maple cure, or mustard glaze? I just want a ham roll, for God's sake. Thank you, Agnes. Now, back to the studio. Aye, bugger off. And if there's anyone for Grant's whiskey watching, I'm open to sponsorship deals. Well, Dandy, a new British world champion. Certainly a momentous night in knitting. Yes, Rufus, and I can exclusively announce that Agnes will defend her title in a fatal four-way match involving Agnes, Hilda Goering, an 89-year-old housewife and former stormtrooper from Dusseldorf, Anthea Turner and The Undertaker. Should be good. Well, thanks for watching. From me, Rufus Malabar, and my friend and co-host, Dandy Jumper, it's good night. Good night. And so, thanks to the Viking god Bragi and a helpful Viking called Liam Bloodaxe, Agnes Kalfrig did indeed win the International Knitting Championships. Bragi took Liam back to Valhalla where they opened a small art shop. It was here that Liam created his best known work, Leaves on a Cat. Bragi went on to write many more poems as well as several children's books. We join them three years later as they sit by the side of the Valhalla indoor swimming pool. Well, Broggy, all's well that ends well, eh? Absolutely, Liam. Well, I've patched things up with Dad and, uh, uh, yes, I can't think of a single uh, loose end. Liam Ruddex. I got a score to settle with you. In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Prince Rock. That's right, Liam, and I'm here to send you to hell. Three years I've been following you. Three goddamn years. If you've any idea how tough it is to get into Valhalla. But, 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 but. There he is. There's the blight. Get him, Wilson. Saint Peter, I hereby arrest you for misleading the dead. Anything you say may be given in evidence. Wilson, get him back to the station. Uh, I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Braggy. I, I would have got away with it if it wasn't for those pesky Vikings. 
And so, well, nothing.